Hey, this is Paul Hansen, your host. You're listening to the 11th edition of Boss Tone Radio, and this is the second segment. Today our guest is amazing country guitar player Will Ray. Will is in the world-famous band called the Helicasters. And before we pick up the interview where we left off, here's a bit more of Will playing. This is, uh, again, Santa Cruzin' from his solo album, Mojo Blues. Now every time I come to town, I start swinging to the sound. Yeah! Ray, this show is sponsored by Boss, and I noticed you have a whole bunch of Boss pedals. Let me just name some of these. You have five or six BCB6s, which is a pedal board made by Boss. You have the new BCB60. You have five BCB3s. You have CS compressors, a whole bunch of them, Um, DD3s, DD2s, RV3s, DC Dimension C choruses, the Boss chorus. Tremlos, Boss Acoustic Simulator, TU-12H tuners, you have a TU-2 tuner, you have a GE-7 um, EQ pedal, you have pitch shifters, vibratos, bass EQs. Have have you always used so many Boss pedals? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I started off just using a, a compressor years ago, but uh-huh. for some reason, once I moved to L.A., I started getting into pedals, and Boss to me has always sort of cornered the market on mm-hmm. pedals. They always had the, the best sounding and the, the most affordable pedal. So I always wound up just being in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. with a lot of pedals. <laughs> and equipment kind of comes to me, you know, just naturally. I can't explain it, but I just, uh-huh. uh, I'm a lot of time I'm in the right place at the right time. And uh, over the weekend, I was at a flea market and I, I picked up one of the uh, DF2s the old super uh, feedbacker and distortion pedals. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And and I've just always collected Boss things. I especially like their pedal boards. Uh I always divide pedals into two categories, those that will fit easily in a Boss pedal board and those that won't. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? They are nice because they're rigid plastic, so they're not real heavy. And I still travel quite a bit mm-hmm. with the BCB-6s. Mm-hmm. Currently, I, I travel with one of those, and then I have an addition of a smaller BCB-3. That's where you fit three, three pedals. pedals mm-hmm. because, um, sometimes I, I just like extra pedals. And, you know, I've always been really happy with them, you know, what can I say? How about if I name a pedal and you can tell me what you like or what you think about it? Um, if I start off with the CS3 or the CS Compressors. CS1s mm-hmm. were very basic. Uh-huh. The CS2s started adding a little bit of grit to your distortion, and a lot uh-huh. of guys still like those. And the CS3, they are very, very clean, mm-hmm. and they offer you the uh, advantage of having variable attack uh, modes on it. You know, The attack can be varied to where you can have more punch in your playing, 
or you can have more sustained type things that are closer to pedal steel. And I like that, especially the CS3. You have like four controls on it, mm-hmm. which gives you, it just gives you more flexibility. Do you use the CS3 for solos or mostly for rhythm playing? Well, it sounds kind of funny, but uh-huh. usually when I'm going to do a gig, there's one pedal that's usually left on a lot, and that's going to be the compressor. So with the <laughs> CS3, I probably will leave it on for the duration of the gig unless I'm doing some rhythm stuff where a compressor might interfere with it. Right, if you um, want real that, wide dynamics or something. But, but I like I like the punch. You know, when you use a compressor, you get a certain punch to your notes. Right. You know, you have a limiter on there, so it's not going to get so loud within the range that you're playing. If you, if you need to be louder, just go up over to your amp and turn it out. But there's something about when it squishes your sound a little bit, uh-huh. it just gives you more punch in your playing, whether you're playing uh, blues or country mm-hmm. or rock. I mean, I tend to play on the clean side mm-hmm. anyway, you know. Okay, let's go to another pedal. How about the DD3 or the DD Delays? The DDs, I just, I like having like a slight slap back right. on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And that enables me to do that. Uh, if it's a song where I need longer delays, you know, like slower songs, you might put it on a delay setting that has a longer delay, and it also has repeats on it, you know, uh-huh. kind of fill out the sound a little bit more. For, and I love those. For you your, your slap, do you usually have it just do one repeat and then maybe around 100 milliseconds or so? Yeah, probably between you know, 100 and 120 milliseconds, something uh-huh. like that. Okay, how about the RV Reverb? They're just great pedals because a lot of times, especially when I'm doing guitar clinics, I may, I'm at the mercy of whatever amps they have, and they may have, for instance, like a, an old Maxless amp that uh-huh. doesn't have reverb built into it. Oh, yeah. And I like reverb, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> I always carry a, an RV2 mm-hmm. with me. For those purposes, because uh, A, it's a great reverb, and B, it's just very convenient to have a pedal like that in situations where your amp doesn't have built-in reverb. Mm -hmm. And it gives you a lot of, there's a lot of variety there. Mm -hmm. So they're very handy Mm -hmm. units to have, especially like on the the Helicaster's first tour, we were using all matchless amps, and none of them had reverbs in them, so... I think all three of us at one point were using RV2s. <laughs> you put them in, in the effects loop, probably? What's that? You put the RVs in the effects loop? I don't. Oh. I, I like to just go through a pedal board. Yeah. And have that signal go directly into the amp. And set the amp clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the one thing the three Helicasters have in common is we like to play through the, the cleanest, loudest, amp that we can find <laughs> and then from there we'll dirty it up from the pedal board side have you ever used a roland jc 120 amps yes they're very very clean <laughs> you know and uh down the road I'll, i want to get hold of uh, one of those things those things are clean and loud yeah yeah so, it, it's isn't it like uh 120 watts or something you whatever know? it is it's like <laughs> and, and i mean ridiculous and, yeah and it's not 120 watts where you know, when you get up around 70 watts, it's just all distorted uh, mush. <laughs> 120 watts, very clean, very loud. Yeah. 
I, I love those amps because I can put any kind of pedal or multi-effects in front of them, and they don't change the sound. They just make it loud. Yeah. You also have an acoustic simulator. Mm-hmm. But there are times you, you mm-hmm. just want to blend in with acoustic instruments more, you know, and, and give it a, a different sound, like if it's a ballad or something like that. And you've got several of the TU-12H tuners? Yeah, probably have 10 of those or something. I always like the TU-12H tuner, maybe just because it's, it's supposed to be able to read higher pitch frequencies, like acoustic Yeah, you know, for, for some reason, they track better. When I'm tuning, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get a harmonic of the string at mm-hmm. the 12th fret to tune to, because tuners seem to track better with that. And for some odd reason, the those uh, TU-12Hs, they just track very well. Yeah. On some of, some of mine, I've drilled a hole in the back right over top of where there's an adjustment screw where you can calibrate the thing. Wow. And, uh, I didn't even know you could... Ca- I'm, I'm holding one uh, in my you, hand. You, you have to kind of know how to get inside pedals oh. and, and modify them. But, <laughs> you have to go uh, in through the but, battery area. But a lot of the inside guys, uh, too, they, they go in there and calibrate those things because the, the tuners... Let's face it, they just go on forever, you know. They're, and it's so nice having that, that real solid needle, you know. But yeah. I also notice you have some TU-12, the uh, I'm sorry, TU-2, the floor tuners. Right. And I'm still warming myself up to those. Uh-huh. <laughs> still prefer the meters Yeah. for some reason. But the TU-2s are very handy because they'll fit right in a, a Boss pedal board. And they'll automatically mute. So when you tune, no yeah. one hears you. And that's, that's very handy. And GE7, you have one of those? Uh, yeah. Like if you're a country picker and you're used to single coil guitars, uh-huh. if you pick up like a Gibson guitar with humbuckers, the GE7 will mm-hmm. will help brighten it up and, and keep it so that you don't have to go back to your amp and, and redo all the settings, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. A lot of people also use the GE7 just as a little bit added boost. Even right. if you left everything that. flat and just boosted the signal a little bit, going to an amp, a lot of times that, that puts you in the sweet spot. And, boy, we could talk about boss pedals. You've got so many of them. I want... uh, you know, I, I really love uh, the PQ3Bs. PQ3Bs. The, the, it's a the bass, bass pedal. PQ pedal. Oh, Yeah. And the reason I like those is that they have three bands of parametric equalizing. Oh, so you can really find the the spot. With the bass one, for some reason, I I feel like I can really tweak frequencies better. When you have that the third pair of parametric sweeps, you can pretty much nail any frequency you'd ever find on a guitar. I've never tried one of those for guitar. I, I prefer them on guitar. I'm going to try that. It's a nice tone-shaping tool. (laughs) Definitely. Okay, hey, let's listen to another song. This is, um, we were talking about Escaping from L.A. This is Escape from Hollywood, and it's the title cut from the Helicasters album Escape from Hollywood. Uh, It's actually called Danger Man. Danger Man, that's right. Let's see where it It leads off that album. Absolutely, yeah, Danger Man. And I've got an excerpt right here. I think this is you. Okay, here's Danger Man from the Hellcasters. Okay.
Well, that's some great ensemble playing there. Man. But I think where you, mm-hmm. you had it, like I'm the third solo. I think that excerpt was the third there. solo. I hope it was. Because yeah, all of our solos are kind of back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And then we come back in for some ensemble things, and we do a few seconds each of some stuff near the end. You know? Well, it's amazing how well you guys blend and how you all work together and kind of complement each other, too. Man. Especially when you consider we're never in the studio at the same time recording our parts. We're, <laughs> we've always gone to our own home studios to lay our parts down, and somehow when we put them all together, they fit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> This will conclude the second segment of this 11th edition of Boss Tone Radio. And uh, we are featuring the amazing guitar player, Will Ray. Hey, um, Will talked a lot about his pedals. You can always find out about cool Boss pedals and other Boss gear like recorders and stuff like that at BossUS.com. Hey, be sure to stay tuned and listen to the third segment. We're going to find out more about the Helicasters how Ray got started playing, and some more interesting stuff. So stay tuned to Boston Radio. Radio. 